Welcome to Dental Brain Crops. I'm your host, Chelsea Myers, and I've just returned from my first round of travels, and I wanted to share with you some of the things that I've been presenting. One of the most important topics that I coach around is culture, specifically as it relates to scaling culture. And I remember when I first started um, talking more about dental life coaching, it was growing and what we were doing and people would ask questions. And at some point in the conversation, they'd say something like, oh, so you teach soft skills with an almost dismissive, that's awesome, but not really high priority type of tone. And here's my answer to that. Yes. Some of what we coach on is soft skills and yes, it is absolutely high priority if you plan to develop your business and the people leading it from 10 to 100 to thousands because good intentions are good enough and are probably good enough if you want to keep a small team that's healthy enough. But whether you're growing to sell or scaling to stay, your dental organization is going to be much more profitable if your doctors are staying and they're happy about it. And let's face it, people come and they stay and they leave because of their perception of the experience that they're having said differently because of how they feel. So I want to talk a little bit, but a little bit about what culture is and how I think about it and what's at the core of building a really well-oiled cultural machine. To me, culture is the choices that we make. And right now I'm talking to the founders and CEOs. These are the choices that we make when nobody else is looking. So culture starts with you. And from there, it grows your organization, which is an extension of you. So at the practice level, and I'm going to speak generics here because there are obviously some outliers, but in general, if we have a low quality culture, we need to look at the doctor or doctors that are leading that location. And some of the questions that I would have are, what are the core leadership principles of your organization? Do your doctors know them? Are they personally attached to them? And what are you doing to provide ongoing professional strength training so that they can not only recite those uh, leadership principles, but they personify them? So presumably, if you've developed a business and started with a practice and grew to several hundred more, you've invested time and resources into mentors and coaches and consultants of your own, wherever you needed to advance to that next level of business development and leadership. And each time you expanded beyond your current level of expertise. So what's clear is that as your businesses grow, in order to preserve the culture of your organization, nice gestures and high hopes isn't going to be enough. That's certain. Now, you're going to have to be deliberate and maybe even creative about the way that you ensure that your business is successful on all fronts. And I'll give you an example of something that I thought was really unique. One of the organizations that I worked with made it really well known to all of their teams that they wanted to clear the air of any unnecessary tension, friction, or discord, and that they were willing to go to really great lengths to make their practices a place where people felt good and wanted to be. During their presentation, they presented a peace lily, which are known to be air purifiers. And they said that they'd be presenting the peace lily to people who demonstrated consistent action toward this initiative. Okay. And the first person awarded the lily who was a lady who had become known for having this really funny response to gossip, where if someone was gossiping to her or in her presence, she'd take a word or phrase that she heard them say that was also in a familiar song. And she'd just break out into singing the song with a smile on her face, which interrupted the gossip 
gossip and encouraged a more upbeat environment. And apparently she knows a lot of songs. So it's pretty impossible to gossip around her without being interrupted. But soon everybody wanted a piece, Lily. And beyond that, the teams began to see that the organization was really serious about what they were creating and their dedication to it. So the Peace Lily Award is just something that I saw that was thought a thoughtful approach and was being really well received. Now, certainly you don't have to go around giving out peace lilies in your organization if that's not your thing, but I mention it because you do need to have some sort of active and obvious way that you are committed to your company culture so that as you grow, certainly you don't need to go around giving out peace lilies if that's not your thing, but I mention it because you do need to have an obvious and active way that you're demonstrating that you're committed to your company culture so that as you grow, it can grow with you and it can also help shield you from unwanted cultural threats to your organization. Without a doubt, with each peace lily given, people were talking about who got it and why they got it. It was talk being talked about in the practices, talked about in interviews, talked about at home with friends and family. And while you still got to do your due diligence and make sure that you're hiring the best fits for what you're building, the more everyone in your organization embodies the values of your organization, the more you can repel the people that aren't aligned with those things. There's no getting around the truth that whatever your organization is, and this is just as true on the personal level, whatever you are, as you scale your business, those things, good and bad, scale also. So the question becomes, if culture is the choices that we make when we think nobody else is looking, how do we improve and incredibly important, how do we facilitate the growth of our leaders and team members so that at the personal level, they elect to do the things that nurture a healthy ecosystem? The first thing that I want to say, and I acknowledge that it isn't easy, is that we have to be very clear about what our company culture is and be willing to have direct conversations about it, especially when there are areas of opportunity for improvement. If we sit back and we look at the major advances that we've made, I know at least for me, there have been growing pains and that I've had experiences help me learn. I've had mentors and coaches help me learn. I've had moments of tough conversation and healthy disagreement to lead discovery of new perspectives. I didn't grow without somebody who had been there, been where I wanted to go and who knew what I was lacking to guide me. I throw that in there because sometimes we think that we've done the heavy lifting by having a conversation like this one and admitting to ourselves that there's work to do. And that is the first step. But Taking action and moving for change is where the noticeable shifts happen in your business. So I think we need to ask ourselves, how have you gotten to this point? How have you gained the confidence and the stamina and the ability to exercise consistent loyalty to your organization, no matter how uncomfortable the supportive actions are? It starts with you. Those soft skills of managing your emotions, it's Having an aerial view and a capacity to not only grit your teeth and do something tough, but walk into it with a level of clarity and calm that allows you to not only deliver information, but to inspire the people who are leading action. And that doesn't come on its own or at an annual company event or even monthly lunches. It happens over time and with consistent effort and access to personal development resources specifically for people leading dental organizations and ongoing professional support in the areas that need strengthening. 
And so thinking hard about what you need to do to go from an organization of one to a hundred to a thousand, I'd encourage you to think hard about what that cultural piece looks like for you, what you need to do to achieve it, and what supports you need to put in place to facilitate the growth of the leaders in your organization. That's all for today. I appreciate you joining me for today's episode. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit dentallife.coach for access to additional coaching tools, as well as more episodes to help you create the dental life you truly desire.